Sir Blackson, and yes, this is a video deal. We're not going to, no one's going to see this, all right? But we're doing internally testing. So this will maybe eventually end up as like some sort of bonus footage down the line on, who knows, RyanPackRadio.com or something like that several years from now. But I am your championship holding, your big gold championship holding world champion infinitely for forever and ever and ever, Sir Blackson. And in the, uh, in the, the peach shirt, is it peach? Yeah, I'd say Peach, yeah. He is the number one contender because there are only two of us to this large world championship, and he is the masked hope. Good to be back on the podcast. You know, I'm going to take that championship belt for me. <laughs> I'm coming for it. The paper is on its way. We we make our picks today uh, as part of the show. Um, we're going to run through Monday Night Raw. We're going to talk about the draft and some of the things that made sense, some of the things that didn't, and who landed where. Our picks for WrestleMania Backlash and, of course, your Q&A. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Raw Impact Radio. It's the mask of your future world heavyweight champion with Sir Blackson. The guy who's about to lose championship. It's wild because I never get introduced as the champion. You know what I mean? It's always with Sir Blackson, the other guy. You know what I mean? I never get introduced as your world heavyweight champion, your big gold title wearing host. I never get that. You know, unless I'm doing <laughs> One of these days, maybe if you retain, I might actually do it properly for you. I'll think. I should have I should have brought it into the studio. It should be over my shoulder as I do the show. We'll have to keep that in mind for the future because, of course, I am not just your current. I'm also your future big gold champion. That's just what it is. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. We'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so we'll start off, man. We'll talk about this draft. First off, what are your first impressions of the draft? Man, how did you feel about the draft? I think it's very ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's very Vincey. No, I'm, I'm not feeling it at all. I was hoping that this would change things for the better and make things different, you know, for usher in that Triple H era. And it's it's not doing that. It feels like Vince McMahon is just doing the same thing he did with the last draft. You see, the irony of what you're saying is that, uh, from what I understand, this is the this is the roster that Triple H wanted. These are the chips where he wanted them to be able to do the storytelling that he was planning to do from the from day one. I'm curious to see where he's going to go with some stuff. Uh, a lot of these moves, I can see why he made them. It's just the way that they do it is so back. Why would you draft Rhea and then draft the Judgment Day? If you're exactly. like, if you're smart, if you're if you're if you're doing a draft, if you're doing a trade as your corporate executive or whatever it is, you want to make sure that your picks matter. So that all could have been done in one pick, because <laughs> we've seen as many as five people in one pick. Only way that would have made sense if they actually had. Uh, uh, a match going on where, where something was like Rhea get drafted and it's it's it causes dissension between Judgment Day and then they're having a match and it looks like Rhea might turn on them or something and 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 then they get drafted later or she fights a match to help them get drafted or something like you know it, it just made no sense that they okay draft her then draft the rest of them. The problem is that we we assume that the goal is to make sense. We assume that the goal is to make sense, bro. Free. What is free agency? What What is free agency? That beats me. That's, I, you, you tell me. WWE tell us because it doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. If you're a free agent and you're, you're not supposed to be signed to either brand, right? 
so why are they able to go on both brands? So in, in real life with real sports, the way the free agency works is that if you're a free agent, that means that you can be picked up by a team. Eventually, you have to land somewhere. It's not like, oh, you're an eagle, you're a packer, you're a ca- you can't be all three. You got to be one or you're, or you're just, you know, you're in a practice squad. Even there, you're still on one team. Like, there's no such thing. As, you mean you're just not in the league at that point. You know, you're just not there. Exactly. So they shouldn't even be on the show if they're free agents. Exactly. That, that, it, it could possibly mean like they, they're on NXT then since NXT isn't in the draft. That's what, that's what, that would make sense. Right. But, you know, it's not, it's not that. It's not making sense. Um, so I noticed you had issues with the, 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 ta- the way that all of the tag team championships are treated in the draft. Yeah. Like, why are Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens being drafted? They're they're both raw and SmackDown tag team champions. Right. That's a, you wasted a draft pick drafting someone that's already going to be on your show. What's up with that? The women's tag team champions. Why why are they drafted? It makes zero sense. Which is what because last time uh, there was a draft, they you know again they they reset. They say hey these championships float across shows, which makes sense. All right, fine, I can understand that. But if you're saying in the instance of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they're both Raw and SmackDown uh, tag team champions, how do you are you going to split the belts? Do you unify the belt? Like what are we doing here? Exactly. It, what, what are we doing? And the only only way it would make sense if the belts were unified and they were trying to split them up. So they draft them to SmackDown and then create another Raw belt. That was the only way it would make sense. But it, 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 they're still together. So why, why are you drafting them? And then you got you've got an immense talent. You know what I mean? Someone who is just this this huge character, this incredible character. And he's great in the ring. Um, you know, and he's got a bit of a legendary name to him, you know, and he was announced as being a free agent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why, why are you looking Lesnar. like, oh, no, 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 not Brock. Brock. I know you, I know where you were going. No, I was going Omos. <laughs> this guy, you can put him anywhere. You can put him in there with anyone and he will deliver six star classics. Classics. Max Hope. Classics, Max Hope. The classic like that five second squash match against <laughs> local talent. <laughs> but he put local talent on last night, right? He made local talent look like a million bucks, million and a half. So, a million pennies. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but tell me, all right. So, Brock Lesnar, you know, they said that he negotiated a, uh, he was able to negotiate a, a deal where he can jump across brands. And first off, it's weird because when people talk about Brock Lesnar negotiating something, you know, we don't get the same reaction as we get when we talk about Roman negotiating something. Yeah. Yeah. We all know Brock don't really want to be there. Right. Exactly. That was his whole reason for leaving when he left the last time is that he, he didn't like life on the road. So yeah, we, we know he don't want to be there. And the other end of that is why does he have to negotiate it? But guys like Dolph Ziggler and Omos and MVP, they just kind of, Get it by default. That's, it's questionable. It doesn't make sense. That's the whole thing. It doesn't make sense. So what did you think about the actual draft? Like, who landed where? Is there anyone that stands out to you? I I am excited about Zoe Stark. Yeah. I, I was a big fan of her NXT. She, I like everything about her. Her whole, her whole vibe is just like, I'm a badass. I'm going to beat everybody up. One thing I'm upset about, though, is Braun Breaker. He didn't get drafted. Like, how you don't draft Braun Breaker? I'm cool with that. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Still got stories to tell. Let him finish. 
Huh? Were you not a Steiner fan back no. in the 90s? <laughs> no. Let him finish the story. Wait, which Steiner's? Yeah. Which Steiner version, first off, are you talking about? Are you talking about Big Papa Pump and all of that? Or? Yeah, Big Papa Pump. Not, not, I wasn't a fan of Rick Steiner. I was a fan of Scott. No, no, no. no I, was, I wasn't a fan of Big Papa Pump, but I miss WCW. I like the Steiner brothers like when they came out as, you know, basically what Braun Breaker is now. But I, again, I hold him to that same standard. And, you know, I was way more entertained by that when I was younger than I am now. I just need to see more from him. But again, I don't watch much NXT. So maybe he's like setting the world on fire and I just don't know it. I feel like he's ready. Maybe I'm just I'm just like excited that there's a Steiner in wrestling again. But I feel like he's ready to go now. I feel like he he could be world champion now. So Steiners are like they're like a top five act for you, all time. Top ten, top ten, top ten act for you all time. That's interesting. So no, he's not up there. He is. He's. I guess he's going to continue his feud with Mello. Yeah, Mello was another one. Why wasn't he drafted? Yeah. I, I guess you don't want to pillage NXT too much. But then you took, uh, I, I can't re- remember her name, Caden. K- Casey Kettenzero and Katana yeah. Chance and all these other people. Yeah, like, like how you take, you've taken them, but you didn't take Braun Breaker and, and Camelo Hayes, man? Come on. That's, that's questionable. And you know what? That doesn't make any sense at all. They weren't even in the room. And, you know, that's because they, it would bring up the question, well, why are you not bringing them up? You know what I mean? They are, you know, two of the, yeah, I see what you're saying. Because, like, again, if this was a real draft, you're going to pick the best of the best. Right. And best of the best on NXT is uh, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes. Right. That's, that's the, the top two names when you talk about NXT. That's the first people, first person they're going to mention. Right. Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes. There should, there should probably be some sort of explanation as to why they shouldn't. Or you... You did it with Raw and SmackDown. Hey, here's the pool of talent that was available for Raw. Here's the pool of talent that was available, you know, during night two on SmackDown. Just do the same thing with NXT. You know what I mean? Or include the NXT uh, folks on that yeah. on that graphic. Or, or even even uh, make it a storyline. Uh, Braun Breaker attacks Carmelo Hayes, and then they brawl. And they're both so disqualified or something. Yeah. Bad from the draft or something. Something. They'll just, like, let it, just let it blow over like that. Now, as far as folks that uh, that came back to Raw and SmackDown from the draft, uh, well, from NXT, guys like uh, Apollo Cruz, do you do you see that working out maybe a little bit better this time than his last time on the roster? Depends who's in charge. I feel like Triple H will give him more of a chance than Vince would. Yeah. So if Triple H is in charge, I see him getting uh, at least a Intercontinental or U.S. Championship match. Yeah. I'm here for it, man. I'd love to see Apollo Crews versus Gunter. I think that would be a banger matchup. That would be. That, that would be. be nice. That would be. You know, that's one of your 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 meat man matches. Um, exactly. Meat <laughs> slapping meat. Should have worn that shirt. Today. <laughs> oh man! And in, in terms of like potential matches, we got Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns now on the same roster. We can finally get that match. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'd like to see it if, if Roman actually shows up to work. When you can negotiate a deal like that. I mean, I know that Roman has aspirations beyond the WWE, and it's like that sometimes, you know what I mean? So, yeah, if you can negotiate that deal and work maybe five, six times a year, who wouldn't do that? It's fair, but I was going to do a video on this. That A lot of people are talking about free agency right now and how it's hurting wrestling that the belts aren't on TV, that Brock Lesnar did it and Roman Reigns is now doing the same thing. You can blame Brock Lesnar for this because, like I, like I mentioned earlier, he hated life on the road. So only way he would come back 
is to have a part-time schedule. Roman Reigns saw that, liked that, did that. Now, back in the 90s, if you you weren't there, your spot was getting taken. Right. So it's you got to blame WWE on this for for not like they're not there. Okay, someone else slide in that spot. If you're not here, you shouldn't have a main event spot. Wow. You should be somewhere on the mid card because you need your champion to be here all the time representing the company unless he's off doing advertising for the company. And it's just questionable that they're actually just letting it go like that. You bring up a good point. Uh, man, but even like pre, you know, weekly wrestling uh, shows or whatever, you would have it where the world champion would not be there all the time. He would only defend maybe once or twice a month, um, you know, and I'm talking like 80s, 70s, you know, back in that back in that era. Uh, and it made them more attractive to people. You know, I kicked out the idea of if Roman Reigns were to face, you know, Finn Balor on a Monday Night Raw. People would tune in. Well, part of that is because you don't see Roman Reigns all the time. He's not oversaturated. He's not. It's not too much Roman. Um, and I don't think that we're going to get too much Roman anytime soon. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It right. keeps him. It keeps him special and fresh. You're right. That is a. Uh, that is part of it. Brock Lesnar showed that that uh, it made him more special. He's not there a lot of the times. So when he actually shows up, the fans go crazy for it. But then that's it's still cheap. Because I want to see Brock Lesnar. I buy a ticket to see Brock Lesnar. WWE advertised Brock Lesnar. And he's not He's not going to be there. Now, if they advertise him, that's different. And they're they're notorious for that. They'll do that all the time. I, I would be pissed if I, I paid tickets. So I'm a Brock Lesnar fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I paid, t- paid my money to see Brock Lesnar, and he's not there. Like, bro, come on. And man. all of us, oh, he's sick. Brock's sick. He can't be there and wherever, you know. Yeah, they do. They do it all the time. That is corny. Um, anything else that stand out to you? One thing that was weird to me is that Trish Stratus was drafted to Raw, despite you know not. I don't. I can't. Do you think she'll be there in three months? Do you think she's still going to be doing her thing in three months? I guess it looks like she's going to be a, a full time talent unless she's taking the Brock Lesnar contract as well. But she's been there every week, hasn't she? Yeah, for for about a month, except yeah. this week and last week. Uh. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I feel like when she does come back, they're going to give a return video package. Yeah, of course. You know, you got to fill that three hours somehow. I mean, Edge got drafted to SmackDown. You, have we seen much Edge since WrestleMania? Well, we don't need to see that. <laughs> Where's Judgment Day? We got to. <laughs> He's just going right back to Judgment Day anyway. Would we you, already know what's going on. What did you think about the OC uh, coming back as like a full unit that, that we hadn't seen in some time? I'm actually, I'm really interested in that. Where, where, where did they get drafted? Again? They're on SmackDown. OC Bloodline feud. Yes. I, I want to see that. Immediately. That just means, that just means an amazing match. AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns. Come on. And then, I mean, now you've got Me Chin... And kind of the Rhea spot, is she going to be having the stare downs with Solo now? Or I'm here for it, man. Charlotte Flair is, I'm just I'm just going down the list here. The LWO is now on SmackDown. Maybe they can get a victory. Who knows? I doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ray might get a victory. <laughs> yeah, Ray, yeah. Hit Row, Lacey Evans. I, forget, I keep forgetting she's there, man. Grayson Waller is going to be dope. I feel like they soon released Lacey Evans. Like once the sale is settled, yeah, 
they're really not doing anything with her. There is no consistency. She's she just, I think they're just trying to figure her out. So they're just throwing everything at the wall and hope soap stuff and throw everything at the wall and hope something sticks. Right. Deadly. Yes. I'm excited about them coming because they, they are the successful versions of Maxwell Mayo models. So who do you want to see them log up with? Maxwell Mayo models. <laughs> <laughs> they are what Maxwell Mayo models should have been. Exactly. They, they, they made it work. And, and I, Dio Madden, I love Dio Madden. Why are you giving him this gimmick? He doesn't need this. He's an amazing in-ring competitor on his own. Let what? him go. Just give him, let him just have some banger matches and, and he'll be fine by himself. One of these uh, podcasts, we're just going to have to go through a list of folks who were, who either are or have the potential to be like really good or great talent. That were given really bad gimmicks. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, which episode is what we're Yeah, basically. Doing. Basically. <laughs> just run down the list. All right. Um, yeah, because that that that's really bad. And I mean, even his prior gimmick where he had the I can't remember the well, he was Mace. Right, he was Mace in that in that group that I totally remember the name of. Um but again, like what's the bad booking? Yeah. It was definitely bad booking. I hate when they make these groups and then they lose and lose and lose. How are they going to get over losing? The whole point is, oh, they 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 beat Judgment Day. They beat they beat the Bloodline. Oh, they must be the hot new group now. Not, you're not going to get that if you're losing all the nah. time. Nah, and folks will lose interest. I mean, that's that's what's happening with the LWO. I mean, I don't know that folks are losing interest. I know that I don't have confidence in them moving forward. You know, given what, what's happened so far with them. No, I'm losing interest. <laughs> he said, "I'm bored with it now." I was halfway excited when they when they brought the t-shirts out, but now now it's like, what are y'all doing? What happened to the Puerto Rico shirts? <laughs> what happened that to was, the Puerto Rico shirts? I think that's just a niche for when they go to Puerto Rico for basketball. Well, why'd they show them? I was excited about it. It's just was, just WWE teasing something they ain't gonna right. do. Uh, anything else on the draft? Any other standouts? I'm excited for Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell to interact. That should be interesting. Yeah, for a second there, man, uh, we almost had Austin Theory there too. The entire way was in the building for a day. Yeah, that would that would have been nice. Another another faction to not win. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully they'll pair those two up. Where have what's when's the last time we saw Dexter Loomis? Yeah, didn't he have a match? I think it was last week or so. Did he? Okay. So I think I remember him having a match. I, I could be wrong. All right. I'll take your word for it. I trust you. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I'm not confident. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess we could, uh, we could jump into Monday Night Raw unless you had anything else for the draft. No, I think that's it with the draft. All right. So listen, man, this is one thing that, that stands out to me. It's probably not the biggest news from Raw. Matt Riddle, Jimmy Uso. Uh, Matt Riddle defeats Jimmy Uso after Jay Uso. The only it's, first off, Matt Riddle came to the ring with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So it's three of them. Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso, the two of them come to the ring. So immediately they're outnumbered. Right. Jay mm-hmm. Uso, you know, he's up on the he's up on the ring apron. He slips off. He accidentally, you know, maybe might have might have brazed up against the, the back of the head of Matt Riddle. And he's ejected after Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn pull Eddie Guerrero shenanigans, yeah. which I, I think is kind of getting overused at this point. But they pull Eddie Guerrero shenanigans and they get Jay Uso ejected. So now you got a three on one situation and the heel and the baby faces still have to cheat to get Matt Riddle to win. Like, well, well, how do you feel about that? That's totally what happened. 
lines, lines are so blurried with heel and face these days. It's like, I don't know. It, I, I, I understand Eddie Guerrero's spot because Eddie Guerrero, even though he cheated, he was a face. So I think that's where the line, they're, they're blurring the lines here. But uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you that the Eddie, Eddie Guerrero spots are getting overused right now. I feel like because Dom getting so over with this, other people are trying it as well. So they could get over as well, but I, I'm, I'm, I didn't hate it, but it, it, it's getting overused now. Yeah, I'm, it was cool. Like Sasha did it years back in NXT, I believe. It was a very long time ago. Um, She's a huge Eddie fan, so it's understandable. Yeah, you bust it out maybe once a year, once every other year is cool. But I've seen it, you know, at least two or three times over the past six months. So Consistent. yeah, it's uh, it's getting to be a lot. Um, how do you feel about the the what happened last night with Cody and Brock? I mean, Brock interrupts the draft. He you know he interrupts HBK and Paul Pierce. They're about to uh, to announce someone. Brock comes out. Paul Pierce can't control Brock at all. He's just got no no control over Brock whatsoever. Um, he just runs to the ring and he calls out Cody or whatever. What did you think of that? It's it's the same thing. It's the same thing from before. It's a. The, from the last time when they had the uh, pull apart brawl and Brock just walked off, it's it's nothing really uh, furthering the feud in my opinion. I don't really see anything moving forward. It's just, it's just they're repeating the same thing. Facts, but in, in my eyes though, this is Cody's opportunity to tell a story. You know what I mean? This is Cody's opportunity to 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 show why he should be that guy or whatever. And I'm again, I'm just not seeing enough of it. I'm seeing that you know. You can beat up security guards, but I'm not seeing enough of why he should be that anchoring effort of, of the WWE. Right. He's not even doing the Cody thing anymore when he's cutting them long promos about what, whatever, where he's uh, practically on the verge of tears and stuff. He's not even doing, he's not even doing his Cody thing. Right. <laughs> he's not. And, and I don't know. You know, you know how I feel about Cody. I, I like Cody. I just feel like he's just not ready yet, but this isn't like, this isn't making me more confident in him. Um, I mean, who knows where we're going to go with it? We'll talk later on about who's going to win that match. Yeah. We, we know, we know Cody's winning that. There's no, there's no way if he doesn't win that, then what he's just, he's moving further away from the main event. Cause he just, he lost to Roman. He's got, if he loses to Brock, then he's just moving further, further down the card. And he's going to end up in the mid card somewhere. I wish I had a list of people who beat Brock Lesnar the first time that they faced them just to see whether or not they should be on, on Cody should be on the same level as some of those folks. And mm-hmm. like, even like right now, I can't think of anyone who beat Brock the first time they faced them. They faced him. I, I can't think off the top of my head. No, probably Undertaker. I could see Undertaker beating him. I yeah, I could see him beating him. For, I don't think that he did, though. I feel like Brock beat yeah. the Undertaker the first time. He, I don't know. Um, but do, but you think that Cody should be one of those folks? Or yeah. that that guy? That only person? Otherwise, he doesn't deserve to be in the main event. Huh. So Cody can't take a loss to Brock? No. It's kicking him down the card, man. I don't know, man. Don't be writing it that down for your prediction, man. No, no, no. I'm just thinking like about the number of people who have lost to Brock and maybe they got kicked down a card, but in the long run, it kind of helped them. Kind of like the, the story with John Cena cutting that promo on Austin Theory. And we see how his career has skyrocketed since then. All through the sky. 
Austin <laughs> Theory. <laughs> so, no, so, all right, so, so Rollins and Sokoa, you know, they have this great match. Um, you know, it looks like Solo Sokoa is about to pick up the victory or, you know, it's very late in the show, so somebody's about to pick up a victory. Uh, and out come Jimmy and Jay to attack Seth Rollins and give Solo the loss by a DQ to Seth Rollins. Yeah. I feel, is this this break apart of the bloodline? Is, is this it for me? It's over, man. It's over. We, we saw a teaser earlier in the night that uh, Solo um, was being the, given the green light to attack the Usos. It looked like. He was given, you know, the green light. So I don't know between that and what happened on SmackDown, where Paul is very clearly talking to Solo and saying that, hey, if this doesn't happen tonight, go beat their asses. Um, yeah, it looks like it could very well be over. And what does that mean if it's over? It, it sucks because the, the, that's them imploding like this without Roman losing it, the title. That's like, I don't know. It feels cheap to me. Them imploding like this, not just without Roman losing the title, just without Roman, like, is kind of weird, too. Like, he's been, like, the, the center part of the story, and he's not been there for the, you, you know, he doesn't even know he's going to walk in. What the hell? What, we got beef with these guys now? <laughs> What's going on? The last time he was there, at least record a video where he's like, hey, Solo, go, go, go take exactly. out the Exactly. You know, it's it's so simple. Did WWE can just tie things together properly? It's 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 so easy to do. Just make sure Paul wears the same shirt. We'll be good to go. Just consistency. Continuity. You know, it is so weird to see like all of this happening. Roman is absent. He'll be there in a couple of weeks, a couple of Fridays or something. They might have announced. Um, who do you see him going up against that night of champions, if anyone? Uh, I, I'm not sure it's going to be anyone. I think they're going to just focus heavy on the World Heavyweight Championship. Even but, though it's just one match, they announced last night that we would only get the finals of the tournament at Night yeah. of Champions. I missed that. But. Somebody said it on commentary. So that you know what, take that with a grain of salt because sometimes they just make their commentators look stupid exactly. and be like, "Oh, we're actually going to have a 16-man tournament yeah. that night." <laughs> just retract what they said. That, exactly. Oh, Roman isn't eligible when they said both Raw and SmackDown people would be contending for the title. Did they? I would love to see Bobby Lashley challenge though. So. That would actually be cool. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Roman would definitely. Let me take a look at the SmackDown roster again. I'd love to see Bobby Lashley do it, but I want him to have like a real, like right. the, you know what I mean. Give him something to work with, and also, do you, would you rather have him have MVP in his corner just for the sake of the promos? Because I love Bobby. You know, I've been a huge Bobby fan forever. He's just Roman will eat him alive on the on the mic. You know what I mean? We'll save that match because that'll actually be better at like SummerSlam. Yeah, throw throw someone. Uh, La Knight. La, LA Knight is a. There you go. La Knight Roman Reigns at. Okay, I can see it. Go back to Edge or AJ Styles that's, that's or something a, like that. That's a perfect filler for Night of Champions. It's just a glorified house show anyway. Now you want to talk about some some long term booking? Because when Karrion oh. Cross and Scarlet debut, they put that hourglass out. We could be expected to remember that that hourglass was put out. And we could have Karrion Cross versus Roman Reigns for the... He's not won any matches since, like, you know, July of last year. And he just jumped right into the title pitch. That's how WWE works. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised at the least if they put him straight in a main event in Night of Champions. Jeez. 
All right. So anything else uh, stand out to you from Raw? Uh, Dominic Mysterio's reaction. Bro. <laughs> My dude, you, you talked about it in your video. <laughs> they went wild as soon as he grabbed that mic. Like they're in Texas too. Eddie Guerrero's hometown. <laughs> You've got uh, Damian Priest is going up against the most popular musician on the planet, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's getting like kind of, you know, people are kind of interested. The second that he picks up the mic, you can't hear anything that he says. He can't get a word out edgewise. Not a single word, and he, he's doing a little bit better with being able to talk all of that. But he's get he's getting destroyed by these people. That's beautiful. That means it's working. That means he's he's hitting the nail in the head with this stuff. Now, because th- all right, so I put that video, and uh, there were some folks that were saying it's go away heat, or you know, just people who just <laughs> want to see him gone, so they're just booing because he's on the screen. I don't that's think that's the case at all. That's bull. <laughs> like I don't yeah, see that. We can disagree. That's not go away. Heat. No, it's not. <laughs> That is fan interaction. Like, oh, this guy's a great healer. Now, uh, I do think that he needs to do a better job of being able to manage when he gets overwhelmed by the crowd. Um, Last night, he repeated himself. You know, he was like, yeah, we're going to beat Zelina and Bad Bunny. And then like a second later, we're going to beat Zelina and Bad Bunny. You know what I mean? Like, I need him to do a little bit better in terms of maybe ad-libbing, going off the top and making sure he can control the crowd. That'll come with time. I love where Dominic is now compared to Dominic a year ago. Oh, yeah. It's it's a drastic change. He's definitely the most approved wrestler in, in every company, pretty much, because it's night and day from where he was to where he is now. Because from when he when he joined the company, he's like, okay, his dad got him hired. All right, he's just Rey Mysterio's son. And now he take on a whole life of his own with this. Like, it's... it's a, I almost feel like a proud papa watching, <laughs> watching like, him go out on his own like this, you know? Like, look at my boy. <laughs> <laughs> they grow up so fast. <laughs> so uh, there, it, it, there was a point in time where folks were saying, you know, I would I would kick out Dominic or Hook, and folks would consistently say Hook. I don't know. I haven't done it in a while. What do you think between those two? Who's looking better right now? In ring, Hook is still incredible. But yeah, in the ring, of course. No, well, but all around, definitely Dominic. Okay, I'm still a fan of Hook, but they. I don't know what they were doing with Hook, but he was like, have, he was having a feud. I remember, I forgot who he was having a feud with. And then he just disappeared from TV for like a, a month or so. Right. And so it, that killed any momentum he had. And then and, and now he's back again. And it's like, what are you going to do? And that, that happens with a lot of their talent. Like folks will, you know, be in and they're not anymore. And that's the end of that. Um, They need to get more consistent. Like, you know, uh, they they have a lighter schedule and they could just take days off like when they want stuff like that. But they, they need to, if they're in the middle of something, you should not be allowed to take days off, finish this story. Then you could take your time. Or I think I'm, Tony needs to be more strict with that. Like you said earlier, you know, film something where, you know, we can use it next week. You know, you can use it a couple of weeks from now, be down on hook from, you know, whoever, whatever, <laughs> just something to keep it fresh in people's minds. Yeah. Something to keep the consistency instead of someone just disappearing for for a couple weeks. Exactly. Dropping a story and expecting to pick it back up when they show up again. Speaking of being dropped and being expected to kick back up, I guess you got to go through the L's before you can get to your W's in the LWO. That was a terrible joke. 
That was, was a terrible. I, no, I, I like that one. That was well. <laughs> Dude, what is going on? They can't buy a victory. And they're they're being treated like a joke. It's it's the classic WWE way of introducing a new faction. They're gonna lose a lot. Judgment Day. Judgment Day lost a lot. You know what they did? And look at them now. Look at them now on top of the world. <laughs> that has nothing to do. With, that has nothing to do with wins or losses. That has everything to do with Dom and Rhea Ripley. You got to fight through the rough skin of that butternut squash to get to the orangey <laughs> insides. What? Listen, that's the way that it works. You ever had a butternut squash? You can't just bite into it. You got to go through the green. I think no, it's like a like a brownish. You got to go through the brown outside. I always get them, get my squash confused. Get my gourds confused. <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> Are you hungry or something? <laughs> maybe I'm starting a keto diet. Okay. And maybe I could go for some butternut squash soup in April, May, <laughs> wherever we are. Listen, this is how it gets off the rails. Let's just not. This is exactly how it gets off. I yeah, can't don't, stop laughing. Don't feed the trolls there. Don't feed the trolls. Though I said hashtag Panera for a sponsor. Yes. Anything. Oh, so Nakamura, for the first time ever, he comes out, he makes his entrance on Monday Night Raw, and he gets into it with The Miz. And the segment ends up being more about The Miz than Nakamura as we get a tiny balls chat. I'm not happy about that. It is lame jokes. He, I'm pretty sure he did these jokes before as well. Yeah. And, and I, I said before, I'm a huge fan of Nakamura. He's an amazing in-ring competitor, and he's better than some tiny ball jokes. Very much so. And it, it, it's, it was never, like, to me, it was just never funny anyway. Like, it wasn't funny when anyone was doing it. It wasn't funny when Maurice and Miz were talking about It's just not a funny joke. You know what I mean? It's like, where's the humor? Um, <laughs> It's clearly just something whoever's writing this likes. So like, yeah, tiny yeah. balls. <laughs> it's, it, now that, now that, if you were to say, what is the number one thing that you would say is evidence that Vincent Kennedy is in the building? That, for me, that's right the there. that's oh. the death knell. Well, I agree with you there. Um, anything else from Monday Night Raw? Mm. All right, so. Bailey and Dakota Kai did defeat the women's tag team champions. And I know that this is something that in the past has been an issue where you get your champions defeated. You know, you got your champions getting pinned a lot um, with a new champion like that. Cause they only won them maybe a few weeks ago. Does that hurt these, these champions or does no one really care? No one really cares, right? No one cares. No yeah, one cares. No one cares. It doesn't. That. It, they've been hurt enough. It's like an abusive relationship. <laughs> oh, they've God. been smacked around. They, they're, they're expected to get smacked around again. So oh, it's, man. It's, it's, <laughs> no, uh, dude, it's, it's a shame, man. And you're right. There is this like learned helplessness as it relates to like the women's tag team champions, irrespective of who they are, because no one cares. They could be whoever the next women's tag team champions are, Let, whoever it is. Um, I don't even want to name names because they may not be there in a week, but it's like, no. <laughs> well, I mean, as a team, I don't mean like individually, but as a team, they yeah. won't be there in a week. So it's like, you never get like this emotional buildup of seeing somebody go back after the championships, after they've lost them 
or you know what I mean? Like just seeing somebody right. like battle through adversity to get to the point where they could face off for an opportunity. This team that is the tag team champions, the first time that they teamed, you know, was maybe a week or so before they got the, 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 the opportunity to be in a WrestleMania match. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel though when Ronda is healthy and comes back, they would treat the titles properly because it's, it's Ronda. They're not going to do her dirty. She's a mainstream star. So we got to hold out for where, however long run is going to be out. What, was it a broken arm or something like that? Right. If they do intend to do that and take it seriously at that point, then like the first thing that they're going to have to do is build some teams. And, you know, in her absence, this would be the time to do it before, you know, she comes back. And then it's like, oh, cool. I guess she'll be feuding with Control All Delete and whoever the current tag team champions are now. Yeah, give her, give her some legitimate contenders. You know, because you know she's just going to come back and dominate anyway. So at least uh, build somebody while you're waiting. Exactly. I guess we got Katana Chance and Casey Catanzaro. Casey Catanzaro. She's <laughs> on American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Is she really? Yeah. Oh, all right. So, uh, so I guess we should. Uh, I guess the time is upon us. We should take this break and we should come back and and make our picks. The master. Yeah. yeah. Cause. Because one of us will be champion after WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, one of us will. Correct. I'm thinking maybe yeah, I should, should go get my big gold belt so that I can do these predictions. Yep, yep. <laughs> definitely going to get that title back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll come right back after this. Raw Impact Radio, I am... Not just Sir Blackstone, as some people would have you believe. I am your big gold championship holding host who can't even get the eye contact of his co-host, Sir Blackston. I've got the big gold over my shoulder. You're not paying the gold any attention. Reflection is blinding me. I can't see. I'm showing this belt off for a show that isn't even going to air. <laughs> No one's going to see this. It'll be great bonus footage one day. I went and got it for nothing. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't really think of that. We didn't. We just took this. Is, now, this is a timed program that it stops every 40 minutes. We can't do anything. It just interrupts. And I took precious seconds to get this damn belt that you won't even see. <laughs> this is definitely going to be a quick one. <laughs> I'm gonna be blurred out though. This is all, all this is getting blurred out. Oh man! So yeah. So we got uh, so we got the red block and the blue block. Um, traditionally, the champion chooses. I you know if are there first off before we do that, are there any adjustments that you would like to make? Ideally, I think in the future we should have the challenger build the blocks, and uh, you know whoever's the champion can choose first. Um. When I say whoever's the champion, I mean Sir Blackston can choose. You mean the mass hope? He will be the champion ad infinitum. Mass hope chooses? Okay. Because <laughs> he'll always be champion. Okay. Well, yeah. No. And uh, you, I'm, I'm fine with how it is right now. You're fine with how it is? Yeah. All right. This may surprise you. But I'm going it, blue. It's, it, it's even. No, there's, two, there's one, one extra. Yeah, yeah. I'm going blue block. Oh, oh, okay. 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 No, no, that's fine. I don't yeah. care. 
All right. So in the blue blog, in the red blog, we've got Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes, Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest in a street fight, I believe, and Seth Rollins versus Omos. In the blue block, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn versus The Bloodline, Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega for the Women's SmackDown Championship, and Bianca Belair versus Io Sky for the Raw Women's Championship. Before we go, because I'm confused now, why is Bianca still the Raw Women's Champion even though she's been drafted to SmackDown? And vice versa, why is Rhea Ripley the SmackDown Women's Champion even though she's a Raw talent now? You know they're going to do that stupid swap thing. They, why? Is, she, is one of them just going to throw the belt at the other one the way that they did with Charlotte and, <laughs> and Becky? I hope not be great love it do it as a i saw i saw a comment somewhere i don't remember where where they said they should change the name of the women's titles like make it the women's world heavyweight championship and the women's universal championship that would actually that would make sense but when they swap brands you don't have to do that stupid title that would make a lot of sense rather than but yeah i mean that would actually make way more sense than what they're doing now um And it actually makes it a smarter move for them to not call it the WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown Championship, you know, once upon a time, back when the back when the Universal title was red. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, all right, cool. So uh, you, you got the red block. The red block has the first pick. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. I want to pick Brock Lesnar so bad, but... Uh... I think Cody's going to win. Cody Cody needs the win. If he loses, he needs to flounder out of the main event and just spiral down to the mid card and get that start, Stardust gimmick back. Brock Lesnar is going to win. <laughs> Brock Lesnar is going to beat the hell out of Cody. I knew you were going to pick Cody Rose. That's why I give you the red block. You see, Brock Lesnar, okay? As we said, no one has ever beaten Brock Lesnar on their first try. Maybe someone has. Maybe several people have, and I just forgot. He's been there a very long time. It's very possible. Shelton Benjamin beat him probably on his first try back in some sort of a dark match. I don't care. Brock Lesnar is going to beat Cody Rhodes. He's going to pin him one, two, three. He's going to break his arm. He's going to toss him into the step. How much? What would what would Cody Rhodes have to do to beat Brock Lesnar? What, what's in Cody's arsenal to beat Brock Lesnar with? Cheating. <laughs> A win by DQ. It still counts. What's his barrel roll? What is that? His finisher is. I think it's his finisher. Is it the crossroads? It usually takes three crossroads, crossroads yeah. to beat everybody. It takes three crossroads to beat Sammy Guevara. <laughs> You're going to do like nine crossroads on on Brock Lesnar? Why not? Brock Lesnar's going to do like 20 suplexes. Why not? He'll break them after three supply. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see Brock Lesnar being pinned or tapping out to Cody Rhodes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm confident in that one. But you're forgetting about disqualification, my friend. Shit. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck your whole life up with that one. So Cody Rhodes wins by disqualification after Brock Lesnar. Yeah, just hand the title over. Don't you leave me, damn it! Don't you leave me, damn it! (laughs) With the blue block, leaves Cody in a bloody pool of blood. The ref just waves it off because he's disqualified. Because you're not supposed to beat him down 
that bad in a combat sport. It's apparently. so dumb. It's so dumb. I hate that. I hate it when they beat. You go. Know, he he punched him too many times, so we got to end it. I'm like, dude, it's a match. Right. It's a fight. What do you What do you mean? Yeah, you like, these two hate each other. Let them fight. Damn it. Um. First match for the blue block: Matt Riddle versus Kevin Owens. I'm sorry, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline. And I'm giving the victory here to the baby faces of Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. I feel like something's going to happen where uh, Jay may end up costing the Bloodline this opportunity, and 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 the baby faces will win it. I use the term baby faces very loosely. They're known to cheat and do very immoral things. See, uh, this uh, I I agree. I disagree with you on that one. Mm. I actually think the bloodline will take it mm. because this will be their uh, sort of redemption for them to actually stay together with uh, Roman Reigns holding the title. Huh? So they they win this match, and it's like okay, we kind of redeem ourselves to Romans, but you still got to go get those titles again. They're gonna drag this story out, mm. so I can see the bloodline actually taking this. Like the only reason they won is because of Solo, but now they have to win the tag championships without him, sort of deal. Right. Huh. All right. Do so, you know what? So, and Jimmy, so Jimmy did lose to yeah, he did lose on Monday to to uh, Sami Zayn. Hmm. Yeah, so I'll be getting. Um, I want that title for first day shipping. You know, first class. I, I, I'm not. I, I don't. The post takes too long. You know, it's just, just, just give, give me that one day. Uh, uh, lost, lost in the mail is what I'm predicting. Uh, <laughs> the next match for the United States Championship: Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed. As much as I want him to lose this title, <laughs> damn it! I think Austin Theory is going to take the title. Going to retain. Hmm. So I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that if he had remained on Raw, he would have he would have lost the championship because you can't have Gunter and Austin Theory, you know, on the same show with the mid card titles. Um, I agree with you. Austin Theory is probably going to win this match. But probably is not definitely. Okay. <laughs> this is true. I would love I would love true. for anybody else to take this title. But it's they're sticking with this guy for some reason. And I don't know the reason. The next pay-per-view is the Night of Champions, and you've already promised that we're going to get Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns. Two champions facing off in the main event because even though we're crowning a whole new world champion, Roman Reigns is still going to be the main event of Night of Champions. So I think that Bobby Lashley as the United States champion versus Roman Reigns as the undisputed world, whatever, universal champion, intercontinental, I think that Bobby Lashley is going to walk out of there with that championship. So Roman's just going to collect all the titles is what you're telling Belt collector. <laughs> Why not? Belt collector. You've seen that meme with Roman... Roman in 2027 or something when when he got the Universal Galaxy Internet into Galactic title. <laughs> Bro, there are so many Roman Re- I love the WrestleMania memes or whatever where it's like him versus like Optimus Prime and like his music ends up playing at the very end. <laughs> I love it, man. People are so creative with it. Oh, man. Up next. Uh, Ray Ripley versus Selena Vega for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Your pick. This is a tough one. 
because, <laughs> because I know they're trying to build the LWO as like a serious, <laughs> legitimate threat in the right. WWE. And uh, and Rhea Ripley is, you know, she's part of the Judgment Day, which, you know, you could theoretically say is nearing the end of their run. Um, they're certainly not like right in the middle of it, you know. Uh, and I feel like the LWO is just getting started. However, I will go against myself and I will suggest that perhaps Rhea Ripley will win this championship match. And maybe, you know, she'll just barely escape Puerto Rico with her SmackDown Women's Championship. You say she's going to get stabbed. Hmm? No, 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 not that she's going to get stabbed. Oh, God, no. No, that was that was years ago. That was years ago, those threats. Who was that? Who was they threatened Ric Flair? He was like, yo, bro, you can hit me, but I'm telling you, it's going to be a problem getting out of Puerto Rico with this show. She better have some security. Oh, man. What's my guy from AEW? He better be in the in the protector. Oh man, no, no, no. I do think that Rhea Ripley is going to walk out of Puerto Rico as your, you know, as your champion. I mean, first off, they're on different brands. That's kind of a giveaway right there. That's kind of a spoiler. But you know, who you got in the match? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm going to lie to myself right now and say <laughs> it's it's Selena Vega's hometown. Well, why why wouldn't she walk away with this championship, especially when Rhea Ripley's on the wrong brand right now? Mm, the wrong she brand. Have been holding that title. Wow, you know what? Place. So, You're right. You're right because because that is a SmackDown Women's Championship, but that would mean that Bianca's losing to Io Sky as well. That's if Bianca loses to EO Sky, then she's got to go back to Raw with the Raw Women's Championship. Exactly. And then you avoid the belt tossing at each other incident. WWE's 12 oh, steps ahead of us right now. They are. And, <laughs> and Vince being 12 steps anywhere is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go stick with my, with my uh, pick, though. Yeah. You sure? I don't know. You, you, My you, logic is pretty solid. You here. drove a hard bargain there, but I'm actually going to stay where I am. Actually. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you want to lose the title, sure. Okay. I, no. You know what? I feel like if I do, it won't be because Zelina Vega <laughs> beat Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I feel like it's going to be another one and watch that be the one that, that cost me. See, I, I'm trying to help you out here, man. You know? <laughs> I want to see you with that gold on your shoulder. You know, I, I like the way it looks on. So. Well, and for those of you who don't know what he's talking about, we're making the jump to video podcast. Now, even though you won't see this, no matter what there, <laughs> in the future, you'll be able to see what we're doing. Cause we're having, like we have a face to face visual interaction so that you can visibly see that we are not the same person. Now, I will be wearing a mask and yes, that could be anyone wearing a mask, including the mask tote. But look, all right, we're two different. It's two different backgrounds. So, yeah, you know, uh, I didn't record it in different sections of my Jesus, own. Why do you keep coming up with digital logic? <laughs> oh, oh no! I mean, yeah, it's it's two different people. It's not really two different people. We're actually, the same person. It's terrible. It's terrible. I'm gonna forget. You said something that cracked me the hell up the other day when you said that it was the Kevin Owens and <laughs> Elias <laughs> and Ezekiel deal. Except I was Kevin Owens and Ezekiel. Yo, people were looking at me like there was something legitimately wrong. That that was funny as hell, man. That popped me. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Uh, All right. So next up in the red block, you've got 
The main event, what some people would say should be the main event. I don't know whether or not it will. I mean, you've got either this or Brock Lesnar versus Cody. Or the six men that could be the main event. Um, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. I said it took the red block. God damn it. <laughs> you you got to take Bad Bunny on this. You know, it's, 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 again, hometown. I know WWE like to make people lose in their hometown, but this is a, a celebrity here we're talking about. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm just hanging. I'm gonna just so uh, first day priority shipping, please. Yeah, yeah. You see, your logic. Yes, you're right. It is Bad Bunny's hometown, but it's also Damian Priest's hometown. And in his second match, Logan Paul lost. So I mean, it's not so much of a, a stretch to say that you know Bad Bunny could lose his second match. Logan yeah. Paul lost on his birthday. He lost on his birthday in what could be considered his hometown, Los Angeles. You know? Well, let me ask you this question, though. How many matches has Damian Priest won? And, <laughs> and on top of all of this, okay, Damian Priest is inside of one of the hottest acts in the WWE, right? Did you hear the reaction that Dominic got? Think about when he comes out and he cracks Bad Bunny in the head. In the middle of the main event, people are going, oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe it. Dominic is out there. He just, yes, it's going to happen. Okay. And when it does, it will cement my championship reign. And the crowd goes mild. And I'm, I'm, I believe it. I believe it's going to happen. I, Damian Priest got this. I mean, sometimes you got to lie to yourself, you know, help boost your confidence, you know. I, I, I am all for building confidence, you know? Mm. Damn, I should have took that block. Yeah, and you got Seth versus Omos. Next up in the blue block. <laughs> or did you want to... It, maybe you should do the blue block and I'll do I'll intro the red block and you intro the blue block. And, you know, in the future. Right. Next up in the blue block, we got Bianca Belair versus EL Sky for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, you, you, you made me think about this a little bit differently because we were thinking about uh, the brands that they're on in terms of the champions, current champions who are in the building. However, you know, this is, this is what Hunter is, is building. You know, he's doing something a little bit different. And maybe as a swerve, you do have both of these championships flipped in Puerto Rico. Um, so if that is the case, then I'm 50-50-ing it. If I say that Rhea Ripley will beat Zelina, but Io will beat Bianca. I'm not fucking crazy, though. So I do believe that Bianca Belair will beat EO Sky to retain her Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> oh, my God. I really, I, I was like, are you actually? I, I can do see, that? I can see you were like, oh, oh, dude, if he gives me this, this is over, it's over, it's a wrap. I was, I saw oh, you like, right I saw I'm you. Man in it right here, like, mm, okay. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I got this. Real he just handed me this thing at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not happening. Not, who you got in the match? Who you got winning? Who's your pick? Who are you confident in in this match? Well, obviously, EOS guy's gonna <laughs> take the title. Because again, Bianca Belair is not even on this brand anymore. Why is she holding our title? You know, That's it, it doesn't point. make any sense. So EO Sky is going to dominate Bianca. This is going to be a five-minute squash. 
Io's going to take the title back home to Raw where it belongs. Now, they are trying to do something creative with Io where they've got her, you know, Bianca Belair is all in her head last night. She's like, oh, man, I, I was scared of you before, you know, you were associated with these two. But now I don't really care as much about you. You know what I mean? So, I mean, maybe that is, the you know, maybe you know, I will be super salty if that's what Triple H actually does. That's all that I can say. We, we know it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Triple H knows better than to do this stupid little swap thing. He knows how dumb it is. So he's going to actually do it to where, you know, they lose the titles. They might win it back at the next show. We don't care about that. God, or they- they're going to lose their titles at this pay-per-view. <laughs> Jeez. What a red herring. <laughs> all kind of questions in your head right now. Such a red herring. Uh all right, and finally, we get a uh, a real treat of a match, something that could be match of the night. Um, when we talk about a generational talent, okay? Seth, uh, Seth Rollins, okay, yeah. We'll be facing a generational talent. And that, <laughs> that generational talent is the Nigerian giant, the Nigerian nightmare, okay? The Nigerian nightmare. No one, no other nightmares on the, on, the, on the card. The Nigerian nightmare. I didn't know Apollo Crews was on the card. Oh wait, was that is that what they call him? <laughs> no, he had, didn't he have a Nigerian accent for a minute there? Yeah, some African accent. It was Nigerian. It was Nigerian. Yes, you are correct. Nigerian. You are correct. However, uh, in this instance, it is Omas who will be taking on Seth freaking Rollins, and it's. I mean, you can give your pick. I know you're. You're probably going to say, you know, but listen, I'm not going to give you any logic. Uh, you, you got it. Who, who's going to win? I'm picking Seth Rollins. Oh, oh, I'm picking Seth oh, Rollins. Just, just hand me my big gold belt, why don't you? Seth Rollins, what has he done? He, <laughs> Yeah, he may have won his match at WrestleMania, but he's due for a loss, okay? he didn't. He's did he win last night? Championship. That same championship on your shoulder, he's going, Seth Rollins is going for that. And it's, ironically, it's going to be the one to give me back my world heavyweight championship from off your shoulder, sir. The only thing that's getting ironed is the wrinkles out of your story. Okay. <laughs> because Omos is going to defeat Seth and he's going to steamroll. Okay. More ironing references. He's going to steamroll through the competition in this tournament and he's going to become the world's heavyweight champion, much like his idol, me. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I know for a fact that Omos is going to win this match. I'm confident in it. Ten toes, it's going down. Omos is going to get hung out to dry. That's, uh, that's the best reference I got for the clothing. That's, that's all I got. Okay. Omos is going to be set to tumble. He's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Spin cycle <laughs> for the one, two, three. <laughs> oh my god! Put that down. Uh, put that down in the record books on oh. the dryer seats. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my Don't gosh! Don't forget to clean the lint trap. <sighs> Why is that your damn go home fine? All right, fine. That was great. That was great. You should make a t-shirt that says, don't forget to clean the limb trap. <laughs> You're That'll welcome. That's, that's, that's going to be my line from now on. There you go. You could just cut in random promos. Yeah, and, and your, your thing with X. 
Yeah. And don't forget to clean the lint trap. You know what I mean? Like, do it and you got to do the face and all that stuff. Man, I'm here for it. Here for it. All right. So those are the predictions. Um, you can let us, I'm going to put a survey in uh, the, 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 the podcast. So that way you can let us know who you think is going to win. But uh, you're not going to do that. After it's over with, you're going to say, oh, this person won because that's the way that it actually went. You're not going to, you're not going to predict, but that's what I'm looking for. We already know who's going to win. We, are, we already know. It's set in stone. I mean, you could say, oh, Sir Blackston, I can see that you're sweating on camera, but you can't because you're not watching the video. You will be in a couple of weeks, though. You'll be able to see the video of, you know, what it is that we're doing here. Maybe I am sweating a little bit. All right. Maybe this do-rag has slipped down the back of my head just slightly since the beginning of the show. All right. But I'm con- I feel like we got I feel like I got I feel like I'm going to bring this one home. Bring this one home for Blackston. Yeah. Bring it because we're the same person. Bring, bring it home. Back bring it home, home for Blackston. It's actually your home because we're the same person. That's so weird. So quick. You know, it really keeps the shipping costs low that we ju- I just ship it to myself. I, I really just put it in a box and just send it to myself. It's, just, it's, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's terrible. Not happening. Oh, man. So we're going to we'll break off. We'll, uh, we'll, we're going to come back and then we're going to do Q&A's. Which, all right. So we both sent out the Q&A thing and your champion only got six. Meanwhile, the Mass Hope, he's got like 25 people sending questions. We're going to be on here for another hour and a half answering questions from his followers. This is going to be great. From your actual champion, <laughs> just, just 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 putting it out there, you know. Oh man, back after this. Raw Impact Radio it is your hosts here, the Mass Hope. With Sir Blackson, I'm gonna actually introduce him this time. He's the world heavyweight champion. Sir Blackson, for now, until the pay-per-view, and then I take it down. We're here. We're back. Spiteful qualifiers to the side. That was a great introduction. And I feel like, you know, you may be on your way. Just like the SmackDown and Raw ring announcers are on their way because they're switching brands. Really? I didn't hear about that. Samantha Vera will now be on Monday Night Raw, and the other guy will not. I can never remember his name. Mike. Mike will now be on SmackDown. <laughs> My guy, Mike. All right. Yeah. So they'll, they'll be switching brands. And, you know, oh, I just, yeah. dude, I love Samantha Vera. She, she's like, I think she's the best thing, like, in terms of announcers right now, aside from my guy. Is she on the opposite brand of Ricochet now? No, no, no. Because remember, Ricochet and Braun got drafted to Raw. Okay. I know WWE usually try to keep couples together. Yeah. That's a great question, actually. I forgot about that. But speaking of great questions, like the segue, okay? <laughs> We've got we got some great questions from uh, from folks. You put out the, uh, the 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 TikTok. I put out the TikTok, and we got a number of really good questions this week for the podcast. Um, D. Lucius asks, "Who should be Roman's next feud on SmackDown?" So we already touched on who we want to see. Right. And I feel like we can kind of breeze through these because there are so many of them. Yeah. So I, I think I'd love to see Bobby Lashley. Yeah, definitely. Bobby Lashley. Could, uh, yeah, I just want to see that battle. I hope Bobby takes it off. I don't see that happening, but I wouldn't mind if Bobby takes it off. Yeah, I'd be happy for that also. Um, especially since they've never touched, you know, 
they there was a triple threat with Big E and Bobby Lashley, and I don't remember who got pinned in that triple threat. I have to go back and take a look, but yeah, I do remember there being a triple threat. Um, Jo thirty six, what is your opinion on Chris Benoit? Uh, it's a touchy subject, obviously. Um, great talent sucks what he did that his legacy has to get erased. Um, Kurt Angle actually said about this on his podcast, like the majority of his great matches were against Chris Benoit. So it sucks that we have to erase him from history because you're erasing a huge part of Kurt Angle's legacy as well. Yeah, I believe Chris Jericho has said something very similar to that because they both had, you know, and you know, the best of seven with Booker T. Like there are not a lot of really great Chris Benoit matches. I've seen him perform a few times, including just a couple of weeks before he passed away. Um, and he's, uh, just, and, and like, he's one of those people that, you know, the music, it gets you or whatever. And like, I felt very differently about him before all of this than I did afterwards. as I think very many people do, um, great wrestler, incredible performer. Um, one of the greats, easily a top 10 all time, maybe even like a a top, you know, five or seven all time. He did what he did. And now, you know, it is erased and, you know. I hate to see it happen, but uh, yeah, I uh, it is what it is, and I think that they're they, for the most part, they treat him the way that they should. Yeah, I agree. So, <laughs> Aaron Reed rocks zero one. Who do you think is going to be the new world champion with the new belt? I'm heavily leaning towards Seth. They seem to Seth be pushing. Deserves him. it more than anybody, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Almost anybody, I feel like Omas might just kind of tower over him just a little bit in the runnings. Um, you know, I could see Omas doing it. Uh, if you're going to go Seth, I'll say Cody with the qualifier that I don't believe that it will be Cody. But that's the question. Who do you think is going to be the winner world champ? I, uh, Seth. <laughs> Dude, Seth. Yeah. yeah it's gonna there's be nobody Seth. else really that deserves it as much as Seth does. He's been doing amazing work. Right, and I'm 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 trying to like make a case for some of the people on the on Raw Nakamura Gunter. No, it's Seth. Yeah, pretty it's much. Seth. He's 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 like the final destination. They brought they made this title with Seth Rollins in mind. <laughs> they really did though, and I I do like that they're teasing now with him and Roman though because they started that last night. Um, and I don't know if that means they're going to do something down the line, maybe a Survivor Series. Would you be in favor of them bringing back brand warfare for Survivor Series, or did you like what they did with War Games this past uh, Survivor Series? There's the thing. I've always been a fan of the elimination match. So the, it hurt me personally when they did the War Games and it wasn't even elimination. Mm. Uh, oh, but, uh, good point. I would have I rather, if they do War Games, make it elimination. But I, I've always been a fan of the elimination match. And it's almost like they forgot that they could do elimination matches because they didn't have any. Like you could have done war games and an elimination match, or you could do exactly. brand warfare, including elimination matches. Um, I don't think that all the elimination matches have to be around around brand brand warfare. You know, you can no. do other stuff, but I mean, like, yeah, they got caught in their bubble. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm over the brand warfare thing. You could just two factions and. and uh, yeah, they eliminate each other like that. So, right. Right, yeah, right. Instead of brand warfare. It doesn't have to be brand warfare. It could just be champion versus champion without one of them taking a belt. They've done that in the past. I'm so, down for it. 
James says, who told Vince dyeing his hair was a good look? Bruce Pritchard. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> or John Laurinaitis. Exactly. John Laurinaitis Somebody. trying to get back into good graces. You, you know what, Vince? Maybe you should dye your hair, you know? <laughs> You're going to be on uh, CNN or whatever. You're going to be talking about this. Maybe you should dye your hair. Yeah, right. I should probably grow a mustache soon. Yeah. When you said John Laurinaitis, it brought back, I, forget, I think it was uh, the guy, T.O. Salesforce for when the whole uh, issues around, I guess you could say issues, uh, uh, you know, kind of arose with Vince yeah. and it, it came out that John Laurinaitis was a part of it. He called them the tag team champions. I was like, bro, that's highly inappropriate. That's terrible. <laughs> but T.O., he has some gold, man. He does, like, man. It is like, he always has like a little nugget in there. You're like, oh, I don't agree with you, but that's fucking hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> Why am I here? What's one wrestler in any company you want to see move promotions? Huh. Well... Uh, I want the Young Bucks versus the Usos. I don't care who moves. Yeah, I love the Lucha Bros. I want them versus the Usos. I don't care who moves there either, as long as it happens. Right. Um, as well as Ace Austin, I would love to see him face Ricochet. Oh yeah, that'd be a banger, dude. You know, we didn't talk about this, and I should have put it in the news. But uh, what did you think about Naomi debuting in Impact? I felt it was a downgrade. She's she's better than Impact. Impact is a dying company. Mm. I mean, she she probably could like put a little more life in it, extend their death a little longer. But um, I, I didn't. I, I wasn't a fan. I, I'm I'm torn on it. I'm I'm you know I'm mixed on it because for on the one hand, I was glad to see Naomi doing something that she loved to do. Uh, she's out there. She's performing. She's dancing. It looked as if she was happy some people you know may not have gotten that from it but it, to me it looked like she was at least kind of happy the flip yeah. side is man you're right dude that no disrespect to them you know i know a lot of people put a lot of work into doing that but the crowd just ain't there and i'm used to i feel like her entrance her personality her persona her performance is big you know what i mean it's set up for big and that's exactly. just not a big environment so i don't know and she's a great talent. She's probably one of my favorite female wrestlers that's active right now. Yeah. So she definitely deserves a big stage. I would have rather, maybe she don't want to piss off WWE and go to AEW, but I would have rather her go to AEW. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it, Jade Cargill or something like that. I And I'd have been here for that. I know her and Jade have been doing a lot together. You know, it, it would be cool to see the two of them face off. Sure. Um. Jesse Pennington, if AEW, Impact, and WWE did trades, who goes where? That's a lot of people. Why don't we just... a, it is a lot. Yeah. Let's, let's say one trade. One trade. Okay. Yeah. From each show or just one trade overall? One, one trade from each show. Okay. Hmm. I, would, uh, I would take Jordan Grace, uh, put her in WWE. Okay. Um... This is tough. Uh, I, I don't really want to move anybody from WWE. Though. That's the thing. Yeah, and that's kind of telling. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, telling. Oh, I got some uh, Mustafa Ali. Mm. Trade him to AEW, and I need to take someone for AEW. Who would I take from AEW? Uh 
can't, can't think of anybody from AEW right now. So, all right. So, while you think of yours, I'll say uh, I agree with you and Jordan Grace. Um, Jordan Grace is uh, she's she's an incredible talent that you know I had the privilege of seeing before she you know actually made her ascent to where she is now. Like she's like crazy megastar now. But I got to see her like on the indies, sort of craft her skill and like get to where she is right now. And I've seen her with absolute bangers with, with folks from, you know, Tessa Blanchard to Mercedes Martinez. Uh, you know, I've just seen her do a lot with, you know, in very small environments. And if you can do a lot in those small environments, those large environments will just uh, eat you up. You know, they love you. So yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree with you on her. Um, from AEW, I, I, man, I'd like to see Jade Cargill in WWE, man. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd really like to see her in WWE and from the WWE to another place. I he's talked so much about them. I feel like it would be really cool to see Seth Rollins in AEW. So, I'd really be- like to see like a lot of those matches. You know, I want to see something there. Seth Rollins and MJF going back and forth on the mic. You know what I mean? Um, Seth Rollins and Kenny Omega. There's so many matches and back and I, I want to see that. That's just everything on the card from top to bottom. Yeah. Except, except I, I know who I would take from AEW and put them in impact. I would take QT Marshall just to get him off of AEW. <laughs> he said, and to put him in the one place where no one will ever find him. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, man, I'm going to get so much hate for that. That I should not have said. That's awesome. <laughs> Jesse Pennington. We just did Jesse Pennington's. Toy Bonnie. <laughs> Favorite pay-per-views to bring back in WWE? i actually been thinking about this. I, I would love, I always thought Armageddon was a cool name. Ooh. I wouldn't mind seeing that back. Yeah. Yeah. There was one more. No Way Out. No Way Out was cool. Was like, That's where they would always have the, um, they would always have the Hell in a Cell at No Way Out because, you know, you're in Hell in a Cell. There's no way out in Hell in a Cell. Um, I'll 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 give you mine, but then I'll also say like what I'd really like to see as opposed to because I I would be satisfied with what they have now in terms of the pay per views. Just give them different sets. I don't want all of the pay per views to look the same. Yeah. Like I, I do miss that. I'll gladly keep all of the pay per views they have now, but I did like it where the sets would like tie into the theme of the pay per view. You know, yeah. backlash. You would see like the 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 sickles going back and forth. Like I I liked stuff like that. Um, I felt like I did a Mount Rushmore. Of sets. Oh yeah. I feel like I did, or maybe I was thinking of doing it, but that that would have been on there. Yeah, you that would actually be pretty cool. Even like when they were in New York for Royal Rumble two thousand and it looked like the street and the cars are out there. I like stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Okay. The, give me something that, it's a show. Give me another visual other than the wrestlers to to keep me interested. Exactly, know? man. And I was, I was playing the games too with the different sets. That was always awesome as well. Cyber Sunday. It's just a big laptop, which was just basically their excuse to put in a big ass jumbotron. <laughs> At least they tried. <laughs> so, but if I were to bring one back, I do it. I'm telling you, I'd love to see the King of the Ring as like a regular event. Uh, that's just me. Don't, it's only you. <laughs> it's only you. No one else but you. It's terrible. This is messed up. Um, Bradley Reed, would you consider Dominic to be the greatest of all time? <laughs> no, he's still got a long way to go. Um, he's doing great work, but he's still got a long way to go. Yeah, I, you got you don't want to rush stuff. You know what I mean? I saw people saying, "Oh, he should be the world champion." And all this. No, slow down, slow down. 
he'll get you know to wherever he's got to be eventually, but not right now. He's not. He's not there. Jeremiah, should AEW consider going from two hours to three hours? It feels rushed sometimes. It does feel rushed sometimes, but they don't. They don't need to go to three hours. They have that other show coming on Saturdays anyway, so uh, they could just use that to fill in what uh, from uh, Wednesday. So they don't. They don't need to go to three hours. The Raw shouldn't have gone to three hours. They. It's all filler to try fill that three hours. Yeah, and the so logic hours is enough. The logic of a Saturday show. I mean, they've they've tried Saturdays in the past, like not like a full time thing or whatever. But I know that they have tried it, um, where you know they were pushed off of you know their normal program for whatever reason, and the ratings ended up being terrible. Like I don't I don't think that that's a good slot for them. Um, <laughs> but I mean, they feel like I guess I guess if you're building it around CM Punk, folks will show up and they'll watch it. It means Saturdays are usually when people are out and about. Like you, you're not gonna really want to sit home and watch TV, right? You're you're off from work. You you got stuff to do. You want to hang out with family, something, right? It, most people aren't gonna be home to watch it. That's At a lot. Best they can hope for people re- rewatch it later. Yeah. So. On a DVR. NWO Memb eight nine one one. What conspiracy theory would you die believing in? What wrestling based conspiracy theory? I don't know a lot of oh, wrestling. I was going to go aliens and all that stuff. Okay. No, no, yeah. wrestling base. Okay. No. I don't know a ton of those. I don't know a ton of wrestling conspiracy theories. I, um, people believe that Vince Russo sent, was sent into WCW to destroy it from the inside. Oh, okay. That, that kind of that's, stuff. That's the, what's one I can think of. Now, I've heard something very similar about Brett. Folks were saying that Brett was sent to WCW to destroy it from the inside, as well as the outsiders. <laughs> Just the yeah. outsiders destroying it from the inside. Yeah, I, that is that is an interesting. That is interesting, actually. Now that you think, now that I think about it, there are those also who say the same thing about CM Punk. Currently, he's sent to AEW to destroy it from the inside. We're just now we're just talking about destroying stuff. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Stumper. All right, the chief. What was the best pay-per-view of all time? In my opinion, as an Attitude Era baby, WrestleMania X7. There's the, the, the whole card from top to bottom. I, that's the, the show I hold closest to my heart. And yeah. in the end, when Austin turns, turns and, and joins Vince McMahon to finally beat The Rock. I was yeah. like, that... that that holds a special place in my heart. I love that show so much. That was a really dope show, man. I uh, just for the sake of of just sheer memorable moments, King of the Ring '98. Um, man, that 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 Hell in the Cell. It was an okay pay per view. I'm also a fan of, uh, I, you know, I like the, the tournaments and all of that stuff. So I like seeing the, the the three stages of the tournament: The Rock going through everybody, Ken Shamrock beat him, whatever. I I like I love that pay-per-view. That's my one. That's my pick. We're not going to go off onto a tangent here. We're just going to keep it moving. I mean, that's a good pick. I'm, I'm not against that. Casual Marks Podcast. What wrestlers do you think should become commentators after retiring? Oh, LA Knight. Hmm. Yeah. The Miz. Yeah. Yeah. I can see either one of those guys, actually. LA Knight would be great. The Miz would be great. CM Punk did some stuff when he was, you know, on commentary. I'd love to see The Undertaker call some matches. He's been, yeah. like, since he retired, it, everything that he says is just gold. <laughs> like, everything that I've heard, I've seen him in has been like, I want to see more of this guy on my screen. 
I'd love he's to been see hiding this. Think about it. He's been hiding this for 30 yeah. plus years that he's fucking amazing on the mic. Like he's got 30 wow. years worth of worth of stories and just things that we just never knew about him. Um, man, I'd love to see that. Uh, Nugget, who are your top three boss entrance themes? Uh, you go first on this one. I got to think about this. One. Uh, Definitely Undertaker ministry theme. I was a big fan of the Undertaker's ministry theme. Um, I think that he was going to ask something about the Triple H uh, themes between King of Kings and the game. For me, my time, love the my time theme from Triple H. Um, and you got to, you, you kind of have to. You kind of have to put, I mean, he's in, he's in, he's the end. He's the number one boss in the game right now. Roman Reigns, his theme is like a, if his, you know, you know what, let me take my time off. But if you put, um, if you put Roman Reigns, theme out there, you know that there's a victory to be had. We've not heard that theme song associated with a single loss. The entire time he's had that song, he's never lost. You got to put him on the list. But I'm, I'm going to go back, actually, because there was a time, even though they've completely destroyed it since then, Asuka, when Asuka was in NXT, when her music hit, you knew somebody was about to go down and it wasn't going to be pretty. Um, right. So I'm going to put Asuka on that list also. All right. That's, that's some good picks. I'm going to, I'm just going to go with my favorites here. Shame and man, here comes the money. I, I love every time that I love. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> see you making a face. Every time I hear that song, I love Shane McMahon. Okay. Every time I song, I pop so hard. Here comes the money. Are you <laughs> really? That's interesting. That's interesting. Shane McMahon. Ever since, ever since his match against Steve Blackman, where he took that bump from the the scaffolding like what, 50 feet in the air or something oh my gosh i, I, I love shaman man shaman man is one of my favorites <laughs> so here comes the money that uh, is that's wild <laughs> shinsuke nakamura I, yeah like, i just love yeah, that. Yeah. i play that song back like when i'm just chilling just to get it in a chill vibe right? which one the baby face or the heel the baby face i hate the, the rap version because they take out the whole part that people sing to the mm-hmm. i don't like people singing why would you do that everybody loves this i don't like people singing and being happy for for wrestling (laughs) themes i like it when people are miserable and they can't no don't know the words to the song so they can't sing along and it wouldn't even even if they could it wouldn't make any sense because it's weird i love i love this heel theme his heel theme was great oh and it sounded like i I hated it like it's my favorite that's my favorite part you cut out it's like i don't even want to listen to this anymore (laughs) like i had it as my ringtone and then when they change it to the heel it's like take that off now. I don't oh, even damn. want that anymore. Damn. All right. Who's what's your third? Uh, uh I'm gonna keep it current and just say, say Finn Balor. Mm. The, the 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 demon theme, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. love doing that part where man. where he throws his hands up. He turned that into a whole thing, man. That was that was really awesome. I love that he like teases it now with his judgment day version. Um Stephen Lolly, do you think there is an interesting story that can be told with Cody and Jay? Jay is basically going through what Cody went through when he was in Legacy. Eh, I'm I'm not for it. I feel like they're kind of killing the whole bloodline thing. It it was hot for a minute, and they're they're kind of just like slowly destroying it. But why? 
why, why are they destroying it? Why are they destroying it? It was so successful. It's brought so many eyes to the product. It, it's gotten the best ratings. It sold, you know, a ton of merch. It's uh, it sold out a ton of arenas. Why would you want to? You know what I mean? WWE don't want us to have some nice things. Jeez, they're like, you're going to love Cody because he's going to be the only game in town in a year or so. Yeah, right. Um, I think there is an, a, an interesting story to be told, though. Um, they just have to actually tell it. Uh, there's an interesting story to be told, you know, among anyone in WWE. It's just a matter of do they have the talent to write that story and execute that story. The execution is definitely there. Hopefully they've got the, the writing because I do think that is something they'll do in the future. It's Cody it, and Jay. It, it can be. Yeah. But will it? Casual Marks Podcast asks again, what's the best pull apart in WWE? The only pull apart I ever believed was Brock Lesnar as Undertaker. Really? Was it, yeah, was, it was, was the rest of them have just seemed like fodder. Like it, it seemed cheap in that they, they weren't really, it takes you that many people to pull them apart. The only one I ever believed two monsters because Undertaker was going wild. Like uh, I believe it was after Brock beat the streak. So Undertaker was just out for revenge. It, they they were just, they were just going at it and it looked <laughs> brutal. It looked like everybody was getting destroyed. That's the only pull apart brawl I ever loved in mm. the history of pull apart brawls. Well, there's one that stands out to me above all others. And um, it, it, it will, it will stay with me. It actually stays with me above all pull aparts. And you're probably going to laugh when I tell you that it's Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. That time that they were fighting the tug of war over the WWE championship, because <laughs> I, I can barely remember any other pull apart, but that one just rained visit, vividly in my memory is just, it's mine. It's, no, it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, it was so terrible. Yes, that's the reason. But yes, I think that that is, uh, that is the, the best because it stands with me the most. And it's, it's the only one I can remember. It's the worst. Oh. <laughs> right. That, that explains a lot. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> Riot NF, what was your overall response to the draft? Things you liked and things you don't. Uh, I think we kind of addressed that during the show. Yeah, we, we, we covered that, that extensively. But yeah, it was, a, it was a great question or whatever. And it was so good that it ended up being the topic of the show. And basically, you just produced the show. You just produced the entire show with your question. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. Pookie10606, who would you want to step in the ring with a dream match, if you will? Oh, a dream match. All time, all time would be Macho Man. That's interesting. Yeah. I, w- I was going to say Vader, but then uh, Vader injured people. <laughs> so uh, just so I could stay safe, uh, Macho Man. Oh, man. So I, I always struggle with stuff like this because, A, who the hell would want to see me face anybody? from the WWE. You know what I mean? Like, for what? And then, like, when you're watching a wrestling match, you think, oh, it'd be great to get my ass kicked by this person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I'd like to kick this person's ass. Like, I, it's just never, it's something that I just never thought about. Um, well, in this scenario, you gotta pretend that you went through all the training already. You're, you already made it to the WWE and you're on that level and you just get to face, you get to choose anybody you want to face in history. Pretending is one thing, but this is just flat out lying. <laughs> okay. I've never done any kind of training at all. I'm in very, t- I get tired writing. Okay. 
Rain, I'll start yawning and shit. <laughs> exactly. All right. This is taking a lot for me to talk like this. Um, but, uh, you know what? There's a guy. He talks the most crap. And, you know, if I were, man, if I were trained now, he's trained and, you know, he's, he's in training and all of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would, I feel like I could, you know, just get put on like a real barn burner with uh with this one guy. I can't think of his name, but yeah, I, I would put on a barn burner with this one guy who swears he's me. Okay, <laughs> he swears he's me. You know what I mean? Who would want to be me? Bad credit. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, Sir Blackston, the masked hope, but not really because I'm not. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Wait, I, I know where there's a ring. We can do this. Man. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's you know. Let's dial it back a little bit. I don't want to go too far with it. But yeah, I destroy that guy. I destroy that guy at Nintendo or whatever. But you, not right now, you know, because I you know I hurt my leg. I hurt my leg making those predictions a few minutes ago. But yeah, no. There you go. I was gonna send you there. There, I, I can't find the video, but there's a video of somebody wrestling their self in a match, an invisible person in a match. I was going to send you that and say, this is our match against each other. Since we're the same person. Was it Joey Janela? I think it was. Yeah. 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 I, I remember. I remember that. I did see that Joey Janela versus the invisible man. Um, yeah. So that's me versus you since we're the same person. <laughs> okay. I see what you're, you're going here. Okay. Use that match as the clip on TikTok for this. That's hilarious. That is too good. I'm sorry. I have to. Might have to molly up someone later. Um, so yeah, no, that that goes through all of the questions, man. Um, one thing that we didn't do, and I'm getting a, the the notification that we're running out of time. How did the show go? Oh, three legacy show. Yeah, it was awesome, man. It, it was it was a fun show. Uh, it's just fun all around. Good vibes, great people. Yeah. Should have been there, man. It's awesome. Did you cut a promo on Ricardo saying how you want him for your debut and you're going to destroy him? Coming soon. Yeah. Give, give me give me a couple more weeks to train and I'll be in there, man. So you said Ricardo Rodriguez, it's gonna take me two weeks that I can jump in that ring and I can destroy you. Is what, what you just said to me in so many words. What you just said in so many words. You said in two weeks. What's the day? The, the second? On May on May 16th, you should be able to kick Ricardo's ass. What you just said to me. That's what you just said verbatim. I'm just basically quoting you. No. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, let me back down if you want. You know what I'm saying? Just walk it back. That's cool. A lot of people do that. Moonwalk. All right. Um, yeah, me beat down by the whole school. I'm just walking there. <laughs> walking there. Ricardo in the ring now. Everybody just jumped. <laughs> and, and that's where it's gonna that's where it's gonna come back to bite you that you've been saying you're Sir Blackson all this time. <laughs> How dare you beat me, the masshole slash Sir Blackson? Oh man. But uh, real quick, man, did you have anything that you wanted to plug? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm the Mass Hope. Follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for daily wrestling news. And uh, Three Legacies Wrestling, an up-and-coming wrestling promotion in Pennsylvania. Doing great work. Uh, check them out. Their next show is May 19th. Oh. I won't be able to make that because that's a Friday. But it's a cane thing. Uh, that's, that's about it. All right. And I am uh, Sir Blackson. I'm at Sir Blackson at Raw Impact Radio on TikTok and Instagram and various other places. Uh, this has been great. And we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.